Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Underhanded, unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. show fans. Hello, Big Brother fans. Of course, you listen to the Big Brother After Show. I'm your host, Sam, and it feels like forever since we last talked, but I'm back. Um, Man, you know, it's like, how much did we miss? We missed a lot. We missed a lot. Um, Basically, you know, I had to take, (laughs) it's kind of funny, Thursday night show I I wasn't able to do, football was on, you know, it kind of gets in the way of being able to enjoy the show, and um, and then, you know, of course, Sunday, you know, with Labor Day, I figured, you know what, like I said on the last show, let's take Labor Day weekend off, let's enjoy it. Because most people, you know, t- i tell you what, most ratings are really down uh, during the holidays, you know, your July 4th and your Labor Days and things like that. So really, you know, it's a low viewer part uh, of the year. A lot of people are not watching it during the, the holiday season. Um, so a lot of people are not listening to this show or watching the show. So... It just felt like a good idea. Sundays are kind of non-eventful, um, and so we thought it was a good idea to maybe take a little break, give everybody a break from everything. Um, so we're back, and, man, what a time to come back, right? I mean, we're back, we're back live, and we're doing it with a double eviction. Uh, so much going on in the house this week. I mean, Nicole, I mean, these people that wanted Nicole back, I mean, hey, you know what? Me and Miss Chicago called it. We called it. Uh, I want to say Mr. California said the same thing. When it came down to it, we everybody that wanted Nicole back, Nicole's going to do something. Man, Nicole's going to come back. Guess what? Nicole did nothing. I stole that from Miss Chicago. She did nothing. So it was a waste. And, you know, nothing's more of a waste than when they bring somebody back and the person that comes back doesn't do anything, and it's a waste. And, you know, I know people are like, well, Judd came back, and he did. Judd didn't do anything either. And get off of it. When they bring people back, it's just not that. It, all it does is see, this is where Big Brother, to me, makes, makes big mistakes. And I'm, and I'm going to talk about the twist tonight, too, because I, I don't like it. When you turn around and you say, hey, we're going to bring somebody back in the house, everybody gets excited about that, Right. That's the same gag they've been pulling for years to try to get people to tune in. 
the problem is that the person that gets vote that gets voted out and comes back is the target when they come back. And you bring in people back into a, a situation where they weren't very strong anyway. The only reason that you would bring someone back is if they're going to cause some drama and they're going to call people out and they're going to spill secrets and they're going to say, you know, you're doing this and you're talking this to so-and-so and you're doing that to so-and-so and such-and-such. And, and, you know, when that happens, that's great. I mean, you bring somebody and, you know, hey, throw a rock at me if you want to. Bring a Rachel back or an Evil Dick back, and those guys are going to cause some drama when they get back in. Nicole did exactly what I believe me and Miss Chicago were talking about, which is that, you know, she came back, she went meek on everything, she went soft spine, and my God, if she could compete in HOH worth a damn, I would give her some credit. She was awful. And I, I don't know if she just couldn't get her head back in the game, that's what she claims. I don't know. I, you know, look, when people go, they're so traumatic by the experience of being sent home uh, or being sent to jury that usually when they get back in the house, they're disoriented. They have a hard time finding their ground. Yes, she worked with Donnie. That was fantastic. But we all knew. I mean, looking at it, you all knew. I knew. The production uh, folks knew that if, that if Nicole or Donnie didn't win HOH, this was going to be a boring, boring couple of weeks. And it really was. I mean, you know, is there drama in the house? Not really. I mean, you know, hey, you know, Nicole calls Derek Dan Giesling. Look. Uh, a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon with Derek, and, and I like Derek. Derek deserves to win. I hope Derek wins, period. But here's the deal. Dan Giesling was always making some kind of move, and I know that Derek is controlling the house, but if you look at Dan Giesling in 14, Dan Giesling didn't control anything. Dan Giesling rolled, rolled in that, that uh, quack pack for a little while until he could kind of get people out of the quack pack, and then he started to turn on, on his own quack pack. And that's what you have to do. And I know Derek's doing that, but to me, I think Derek is just – I think he's a good player. We're going to talk about that later, so we're not going to go in there. I think he's a good player, and I think he deserves to win. We'll put it that way. Um, but, you know, Dan Giesling, I don't know. Like I said, we'll talk about that in my final thought at the end of the show. I don't want to ruin everything. But, um, you know, okay, people are figuring out people's game plan. You know, big deal. I mean – and then this rewind button comes into play tonight. I don't like it. I think, you know, look, we are finally at the point where Miss Chicago talked some sense into me. And I think she was speaking the truth. And I stand exactly by what she said after seeing how things have gone. Donnie needed to go. Nicole needs to go. Victoria needs to go for the show to get better, for the game to get better. Give us two or three of the last three weeks of good action, okay? So we're finally getting that point. And she was dead on right, as usual. Knocks a grand slam. She's dead on. We get to it. We're getting to it. You know, Nicole goes home. Okay, well, we know Victoria's got – look, we know Victoria's going to last. Everybody wants to take her. Everybody wants to take her a final two. She's a $50,000 guarantee, okay? They're not going to take each other. The only other person you could probably take is Cody and get away with it. Uh, Cody's a $50,000 winner. He's not a $500,000 winner unless he takes Victoria. God, wouldn't that be awful? Cody and Victoria in the end. Oh. That's just, like, just gave me chills. Um, but, you know, look, everybody's going to take her to the end. That's everybody's game plan. They're not telling each other that, but that's what everybody's plan is. Um, and we're, get, we're just getting that point where we're finally making moves. We know it's going to happen, and they stick a rewind button in there, and they tell us, oh, well, you know, now they can, re- they can put their nominations up, and then during the live ceremony – We'll stop it, and then we'll do a rewind where everybody comes off the block. What? 
What? Are you telling me the moment that this is what we want? You are going to stop it at that point and rewind it and let people start over for the week and take the nominations down? Oh, my God. You're killing me. You're killing me. I mean, you know, this is what we've been waiting for, the moment where the better players in the house, hey, say what you want. Frankie, you know what? I was a big Frankie uh, supporter. I liked his game until the fight. And when the fight happened with him and Zach and all that stuff went down, things got bad. I, you know, he just turned into a real, you know, a real douchebag. Um, I, think, I think my friend here says it best. You are a douchebag. That's right, a douchebag. I mean, I hate to say it, but it is true. I mean, he turned into a complete vengeful, spiteful little man, and he became very mean. I mean, mean as in, you know, he just became a jerk for no reason. Um, the way he was acting about Donnie Lee, he just was a jerk. You know, you thought the play was going to work, really? Really? I mean, you have your own member on there, on the block for Team Alliance, or Team America's Alliance. America's Alliance, whatever. So, whatever. Um, and the the guy's going to go home, and instead of saving him, which would have been a great pull-off, would have been a great game move, really would have been a great game move to separate the house, you decide to have a play. I'm glad it failed. It was nothing funnier to me than when that failed Thursday night because we haven't, I don't, I don't, we didn't do Thursday night, so we haven't talked about it. I was happy to see that they didn't get any apple pie, and I thought it was great that she said overwhelming no, overwhelming no. Thank God. I'm glad the message got through. But here we are. You know, up until that point, I really liked Frankie's gameplay. I still think Frankie is deserving of a Final Four. I know people hate that. Hey, he's played hard. Christine, you know, I know a lot of people liked wanted Christine to go. Well, not a lot of people. Some people thought Christine deserved to go to the end. I'll tell you what. Christine floated along. Christine was an active floater. And you know what? A better, better active floater than a non-active floater. She did win some things. But at the end of the day, Christine is a perfect example of being somebody who's too dumb to know when to start making moves. And that's exactly it. She was too dumb to know when she needed to make moves. She was still playing for the Alliance. Anyone playing for the Alliance now is an idiot. Uh, I put her in that category. Sorry. hope that didn't offend anybody, but she's an idiot. She was playing to the Alliance at a point when the Alliance needed to break apart. That's what they're all doing. Um, and at the end of the day, it got her. Christine's the type of person that goes in the diary room as something's happening. Somebody joining with somebody, somebody went in a POV, whatever, what have not. And she's the type of person to go in the diary room and talk about how it was the perfect plan for her that something happened. Okay, that's not how it works. You don't win this game off of being in the right place at the right point. Some of it is in the case it is. I mean, I think a lot of her being as far as she has gone is a result of her being in the right place at the right time. So I can't say that that doesn't necessarily happen. But. I find the fact that every time something happens, it's almost like, well, this couldn't have gone any better as part of my plan. Well, no, you didn't have a plan. It just happened that way. You know what I mean? So-and-so went up in the POV. You had nothing to do with it. It wasn't part of your plan. And I guess that's where I give Frankie a little bit more credit. Does Frankie drive me nuts? Yes. Is Frankie uh, honestly a douchebag? Absolutely. But he's active in the game. He's playing the game. He's done some moves that I think have been good moves other than the Zach thing, I think he shouldn't have sent Zach home. I think he should have saved Zach. That's where Frankie lost me, okay? So, I mean, 
Frankie's deserving in the Final Four. Up until that point, I feel like Frankie's played a strong game. But, you know, to, to, to think that somebody's going to put, let's say Frankie doesn't win HOH, somebody's going to put Frankie and Caleb up this week. They're going to be able to hit a rewind button and start over for the week. Does that mean that we get a new, we're going to do a new HOH? How screwed up is that to the person that just put their cards out there? I mean, I guess if you want drama, it's great, but I'm sorry. I, I just let's, let's get this season on the road and over with and moving forward. That's my opinion, uh, and, and that's what I'm going to stick with. Of course, we got some we got some of our uh, normal callers on the line here. We're going to go to in just a minute, but um, what a, you know what a week I, you know I, I can tell you that all these things have been happening, uh, and the truth of the matter is, is that it's not. Oh, one thing I do want to say before I go further, and I'm going to get back on track. But with the new schedule change, of course, we got to change our schedule too. Um, and it looks like uh, powers that be, we're going to talk a little bit, but it looks like we're just going to do Wednesday nights, the live eviction night, and we're going to skip Sunday. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Our Sunday numbers are actually a lot better than live eviction numbers, which is crazy. But uh, so Sunday we may stick it out. But you got to think Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Then we're doing another show. It's really cramped. Um, maybe we'll move the other show back. But it looks like the talk is we'll just do Wednesday live eviction. Talk about everything going on in the week, and then we'll be able to talk about. It. It's going to make for a really full show, I think. So we're going to talk about it. And that's some of the rumor because some people have asked me, sent me messages asking uh, whether or not. Uh, we would follow the new schedule, and we've got to. We can't go Thursday. I mean, it's no fun for us to sit here talking about what happened on Wednesday night on Thursday. I mean, we gotta we got to talk about it as it happens. Uh, if you want to call, of course, we got some people waiting in line. Of course, some of your favorites. But if you want to call and talk, 917-889-7084. You can also go to the Big Brother After Show Facebook page, like it, send me a message. I've got it up. Uh, I can get all your messages. Uh, chats are also available when you log in uh, to the show page. And you can you can talk on chat with us on the uh, on the Blog Talk Radio show that's got the link that you probably clicked to listen. So please do that. We want to hear what people have to say. A lot of people are disappointed. Nicole left. I'm getting a lot of messages on that. Hey, you know, I think Hayden would have been better. I might be wrong, but I think Hayden would have been better. A lot of people happy Christine's gone. Uh, you know, can't say I'm disappointed. I'm just disappointed on what's going to happen next. Uh, listen, got to go to a quick commercial. And uh, it's going to be real, real quick. Then we're going to go to Mr. California. And because we're so crunched for time tonight, uh, you know, we're going to give everybody a little bit of their spot. Of course, they're going to give Miss Chicago her spot. So we're going to try to get through things uh, at, a, at a decent rate of time. So stay tuned, folks. We're going to go to a commercial real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk to your friend and my friend, Mr. California. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office.
are back. Big Brother After Show. Um, again, thanks, everybody, for joining in. Sorry we've been gone for about a week, but the explanation's there. You know, hey, you got vacation time, you want to take it, uh, you know, sue me. Um, but, of course, it's been a long time since we've talked to our friend, Mr. California, and I want to get him on the line here and uh, talk about a little bit about what he thinks about the show so far. What's he think about Nicole leaving? What's he thinking about the Rewind? I don't know if he knows it or not. I know he's in California. No, we'll shed some light on it. Mr. California, how are you doing, sir? And have you been watching? And what do you think about Nicole leaving? Well, Sam, I'll have to, I, can, I can say that I missed calling in you past week. Well, we missed you, buddy. We're glad to be back here. Huh? Well, we missed you, and we're glad that you're back on, man. We missed you. So, anyway, um... I had a question to ask you real quick. Sure. Did you say that the show will be playing on Wednesday nights too? No. What's going to happen is because of uh, because of football this year, they're going to move the sh- the uh, Big Brother show is going to go to I think Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And so for Sunday, our Tuesday show, Wednesday. oh yes. So our show is going to go from Thursday to Wednesday now, so we can do the live eviction show because we want to do it. You know, when you're doing a show like this, you want to do it during the li- you want to do it right after the live eviction to have people call in and talk about what they thought. So we're gonna we're gonna follow the show and go to Wednesday as well. So we're gonna go from Thursdays to Wednesdays, and I think that starts next week. I know it's short notice, but I think really honestly, I think Big Brother kind of snuck it on people short notice. I think it all came out last week that they were gonna move the schedule around because of football. Um, so yeah. that's what we got. We're gonna be going Wednesday. So we got to follow the live eviction, you know. And Sunday too. I think we're going to try to do Sunday and Wednesday. That's still up in the air. We may just go Wednesday, but but oh. Sunday and Wednesday is probably going to be likely to stay. That's probably what's going to likely be. What about Thursday? Thursday's out. We're not doing Thursdays oh, okay. because there won't be any show. Okay, all right. So anyway. Um, so what do so you think about Nicole Lee? What do I think about what's going on? Yeah, what do you think about what's going on? You know, Nicole got sent home tonight. And I don't know if you know it because you're on West Coast time, but Christine, uh, Christine also left in the double eviction tonight. Uh, you know, what do you think about both of those guys going home? Let's just say this: Christine should have listened to Donnie. No, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, because he. T- you're exactly right. He told her. He looked her in the face and he says, "When I'm gone, you're going next." And sure enough, Nicole was the one person in between them, but. They sent her home next. Do you think that Christine was a big move for for the guys left in the house, or do you think they should have? Derek actually ended up putting up, and I'm just recapping for people who are who are you know haven't watched. But Derek basically won HOH um, very quickly, mind you. And Derek put up uh, Victoria and Christine, but he told Victoria she's safe. Don't worry about it. You're not going anywhere. They played the POV. The idea was if that. If that Christine won the POV and pulled herself off, or Victoria, that Frankie would go up and they would send Frankie home. Well, Frankie's the one who ends up winning the POV. So Christina oh. and Victoria, yep, Christina and Victoria, or Christina and Victoria stay up, and Christine goes packing. She goes home. Um, so, you know, do you think Christine's a big move, or do you think it's kind of a wasted move? I just think this is the most predictable season of Big Brother ever. I'll just say that. It's too 
damn predictable. There's no big moves going on. You know, the other day, the other night, I was talking with my sister about, and we were watching the episode last night, and we were saying, you know what? They keep talking about taking Frank out, but they don't do shit. Caleb's just like, oh, I'm thinking I'm not going to be moved tonight, and I'm not going to because I'm, because I, I think I'm the best player in the house because Derek told, told me I'm a better player than him. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you're right. I mean, Caleb's talking about making big moves and being a beast mode cowboy, but he really does make cowardly moves, and Nicole was talking about that tonight. Nicole was saying, you know, look, Caleb had opportunities to make moves. He had opportunities to put Frankie up. He had opportunities to put Derek up. And in reality, he did none of it. He put me and Victoria up. It really was a big move. I agree. I don't think Caleb made that big of a move sending Nicole home. Now, in reality, you know as well as I do that everybody has to go home for you to win. And, and yeah, so, exactly. you know, you, you, you have to make those moves. Uh, I just think Nicole was non-threatening. I mean, at this point, Nicole, they were talking about what a, what a threat Nicole was to HOHs. Nicole had won nothing at that point. From the time she came back, she's won nothing. She's won no POV when she knew it mattered. She's won no HOH when she knew it mattered. I mean, she was really kind of being airheaded on a lot of things that she was supposed to compete in. She was really kind of screwing it up and not giving it 100%. So I don't know that Nicole was that big of a move. I I would have liked to have seen Caleb make a better move. But, yeah, Nicole's got to go home, and eventually, well, I don't know if Victoria's going to go home. You you agree with me. You think Victoria's going to be final too, don't you? I mean, I don't know about final two. I think. I mean, I think she's the one that they're going to take to guarantee the money. You know. I mean. I mean, Cody. Wins, Cody wins up next to her. I mean, there's nobody that loses a. You know, nobody's going to lose against Victoria. I don't think. So what's going to happen? So let me ask you this: What if, what if, Caleb wins the head of household and he puts up Cody and Derek, and None of them, they don't want veto who goes home. Between Cody and Derek, that's going to completely come down to Frankie, and I think Frankie would send Cody home. I really do. I think they're so brainwashed by Derek, and I know, and we're going to talk about it at the end of the show, but I know that Derek is, Derek is the best player in the house. I don't think anybody can deny that. But oh, yeah. I don't know that any of them will wake up and realize what's going on. I think they are, This is what I think from the perception of the house, and, and just bear with me and, and kind of follow me here. If you're in that house, now we see diary room sessions and we see things that are going on as it happens. We're watching the live feeds. I know you're a live feed watcher. And we're, we're seeing what Derek's doing and we're saying, wow, what a great game. But if you're in that house and you're watching it go and you're a participant in the house, you probably see Derek as non-threatening. You probably see Derek almost like Victoria where you're sitting there going, well, I could take Derek to the final two and probably win. Derek's greatest moments when Derek stands up, says that he's an undercover cop, and that he's, he's put together you going home and you going home and you going home, and, you, and that's when it's going to be a shock to the system to anybody who might be up there with Derek at the end. But I think, I think a lot of people will keep Derek because they feel like he's non-threatening, and when they go to the final two with him, that they're guaranteed to win. I think Caleb believes that 100%. I think Frankie believes that 100%. So I think Cody goes home. I mean, it's going to be down to Frankie and, and Victoria to vote. Victoria's not going to vote for Derek. I think that Cody, I think uh, Derek, I'm sorry, I think Victoria and Frankie agree to send Cody out. I think Cody would be the one to go home. You know, I really think that, you know what, I honestly think that Donnie was trying to get Cody to see 
and to get Christine to see that they're not going to win against Gary. And it was a smart move. I mean, you're right, and I think it was a smart move. The problem is, is I think that they were so convinced that Donnie was this liar, manipulator, evil guy that I think it was almost like this nice guy is too good to be true. I think when you're in the house, now like we said, you see things that we see things they don't, and we always have to take that and understand that. I think that Donnie's whole thing about being this nice guy, warm, good-hearted, I think they just believed that it wasn't true, that nobody would play the Big Brother game and be that way and be really that way. And so I think they just kind of had a suspicion that he just was, was not trustworthy. In fact, he was, but I think it's what it, – he almost played his game a little too honest with his personality. And he wasn't willing to manipulate or do anything, and I think that because he wasn't, it was almost like a catch-22. Because he wasn't that guy, there was no way that those people in the house were going to believe that he was that guy – so they just assumed that he wasn't, he was the opposite, and that he was doing things behind their back. And it could have been further from the truth, but I just think that they blew it out. The thing that annoys me the most, Mr. California, is that no matter what is said to Cody, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but no matter what is said to Cody, Cody tells Derek everything, and Caleb tells Frankie everything. You know what? You know what I call <laughs> Cody and I, and I call Caleb? What's that? I call Cody Derek's bitch, and I call Caleb Frankie's bitch. It's true. It's absolutely 100% true. I mean, Caleb is totally Frankie's bitch, and Cody is totally Derek's bitch. And, and you know, Miss Chicago said it, and I think you said it too. The, the real battle, the two best players in that house right now, a lot of people say it's Caleb. It is not Caleb. Caleb is loyal to a fault. Caleb's going to have his downfall when it comes down to him being overly loyal. They're gonna, he's going to get screwed over for it. But I really yeah. believe that the two best players in the house, whether you like them or not, is Frankie and Derek. And I know Frankie does things people don't like, and there's things that Frankie do, does that I really don't like. But at the end of the day, Frankie, is, he's active. He's playing the game, and whether you like it or not, there's a lot of people that didn't like Evil Dick and a lot of people that didn't like Dr. Will and a lot of people that didn't like Rachel, but they're, they're, they're players. You're not always going to like the players, but he's, he's – Game strategy was good up until the fight. I think he should have kept Zach. I think he made a mistake there. But when it comes down to Frankie and Derek being in the final two, I don't think – I think Frankie takes Derek, but I don't think Derek's going to take Frankie. It's going to be really interesting if those end up being the final two. Who do you think would win against a Frankie and Derek? I mean, we're talking about the jury voting, not us as the viewers. But do you think the jury at all would give it to Frankie if it was Frankie and Derek? No. No, Zach would probably tell. Zach would probably tell. Well, they probably know from seeing videos. Would tell Aiden and Jocasta all the things that that he lied to him about, and that he tried to make him that Frankie tried to make himself look like that Zach that guy when Zach had his back the whole time, and he well, basically know, backed him the whole time and talked to Derek back about. Derek has no enemies. I can't think of any enemies Derek will have. I mean, here's the great thing about Derek's gameplay, and he's got a lot of good qualities. But I don't know if you've noticed this, Mr. Mr. Uh, California, or not, but here's the thing. I don't know if you noticed, but every time, and I, you know what? I put it in my notebook. I've, if I ever get on the show, I'm using it. Every time somebody was put up for, for eviction, every time somebody had a breakdown, every time somebody lost POV, every time somebody was put on slop, 
there was Derek, and there was Derek motivating them and telling them good things about themselves and telling them not to worry, that they still have a shot. He was completely playing Donnie's game the same way Donnie was playing it. Every time there was a down moment for a player, Derek was right there talking to them and cheering them up. Have you? Did you notice that? It's 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 yeah, really uncanny. Yeah, I did notice that. It's like he has no enemies. It's like he has done a very. If there's anybody that's played for jury, it's been Derek. Now, whether or not the jury sees that he's done anything is a totally different story. I think the jury. I think most people that think that, and I think Derek should win. Um, but at the end of the day, if you look at it from the jury's point of view and what they know and what they don't know, I could very well see Derek lose to somebody like Caleb. I could see him maybe losing to somebody like Cody because a lot of people are going to say, well, Cody won HOHs and POVs. Frankie won a ton of competitions. Derek, what did you do? You know what I mean? And I, I wonder if what we, what we see is not going to translate over to the jury. Do you think that's possible? You know what? I think they should go with the person who played the fast game, not the one that won the most challenging competitions. Right. I, yeah, I agree. I agree because, you know, I, I've been a watcher for a long time. I know you have to, or you've been watching for a while. Uh, but the thing that I know is, is that winning competitions doesn't always mean that you're the best Big Brother player. But, he, you know, it really comes down, if you're not somebody who is winning competitions – your, play, your plea to the jury has to be dead on. You have to sell it to the jury that you were part of this, you were part of that, and you were part of this. If you don't and you think they know what you know, you're, you're probably going to lose if you're not a strong competitor because they're going to base it on, well, who competed, who won HOHs. A lot of the misconception is that whoever wins HOH is the person that is credited for sending someone home. And that's not always the case. You can put up who you want to. But Derek was talking many people into voting other people out and trying to save other people, like trying to save – he tried to save Nicole uh, to backdoor Frankie, and it didn't work. Um, but he's been pulling a lot of strings. I just worry that at the end that the jury is not going to see it that way. You know what? One thing that I will give Caleb credit for, and I think I said this like a few weeks ago, was that he actually saved Zach – from getting evicted, the one Joe Costa got evicted. Because he he said that they needed they still needed Zach for numbers. Yeah. Caleb kind yeah. of Yeah. Kind yeah. of let yeah. Derek yeah. and Cody and Frankie rethink their vote. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. Um you know, it's just I don't know. Did you see also, I want to ask your opinion before I let you go. Did you see anything about this rewind twist that's coming? And I wanted to get your opinion on it. Have you seen the rewind twist that they're doing? What the hell is that? Okay. Basically the twist, and you'll see it because you're on the Pacific Coast, I just want to explain to some callers that, you know, Mr. California is obviously in California. But um, when it comes down to it, the rewind is the new twist. And basically... I'm not sure who gets to do it or whatever, but it's a rewind button. And they'll go through a full week of the Big Brother thing. On Wednesday, you know, or on Tuesday, I guess, we'll see the nominations and the POV and all that. The final two nominations that are up, somebody gets to push a button that rewinds the game back a week 
and I guess we're going to get a new HOH. We would get two new nominations. It's just like skipping a week. And I don't, I mean, to me that doesn't make any sense because we're just now getting into the meat of the game, to me. I mean, do you feel that same way? I mean, if they're telling you that somebody can push a button and rewind the game a week and put new nominations up and a new HOH could win, I mean, you know, does that, does that kind of bug you a little bit? Because it bugs me. How are they, how can they do that, though? Does that mean that somebody else comes back into the house again? No, I mean, you know, no, it's just whoever was nominated that week on the rewind button, they come off of the block, and they get to recompete again for HOH. I just, I'm blown away that they're going to try to do this. That seems like a waste of time. Doesn't it? It doesn't, it seems like a complete waste of time, man. I agree with you 100%. But, listen, I appreciate you calling. i got to let you go because i got to run to commercial. They're pushing me hard because I was out for a week. So i got to run for a commercial, and uh, we're going to bring Miss Chicago on. But I, I, I'm going to give you an idea. I'm going to send you, because we talked by messenger, I'm going to send you an idea of what we're going to be doing so you know the days. But definitely count sure. on Wednesday for sure, okay? I want to hear from you Wednesday. And do you want to you hear something very interesting? Sure. First, before I go on. This was this was actually my only my fifth time calling in. That that blows me away because it seems like you've been talking. It seems like you've been uh, calling in and talking for for since the beginning of the show. How long has the show been going on? It's been going on since the week before the show started, so in June. Yeah, I've only been calling in since like August. That's, that blows me away, man, because it seems like you've been calling forever. But you know what? That's that's how it feels when you're talking to a friend. Feels like you've been talking right. forever. So, hey man, I'm right. glad that you do it. I'm glad that you call in. The show wouldn't be the same without you. So right. I will send you I will send you a message letting you know what days we're going to do. But definitely count on Wednesday night, okay? Sure, no problem. All right, Mr. California, we appreciate you, my man. Have a great one, okay? You too. All right. Hey, you could be a part of the show too. He's one of our one of our dedicated loyal listeners. He calls in five times. That's it. Seems like it's been a lot longer, man. I gotta be honest. Seems like the guy has been calling in from the beginning, but that's what happens. We've got a warm, fuzzy feeling around here. Everybody loves each other. So, hey, you call in. You know what? I'll fight with you. I mean, Miss Chicago knows that. We can fight. But at the end of the day, you're gonna like me. Everybody likes me at the end of the day. Some people on message boards that hate me, but they end up liking me at the end of the day. Don't give up. Give me a call. 917-889-7084. Basically, the main two pages who let me advertise, and i got to give them a lot of credit at the end of the season, Uh, Reality Chat and Addicted to Big Brother. Go check those chat pages out. Enjoy them. Have fun on them. Uh, Lots of stuff going on. You're going to find different mixes of people. Um, There's some great folks that actually do let me advertise on their pages um, and and put links out there, and many of you come from that. And so please go visit them. Please go uh, chat. They're both great pages. I I go to both, so they're both equally as great. So please, just want to put that out there. Those are the two pages I go to. Those are the two pages that let us push, 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 push the page. There we go. Um, And so I just want to kind of mention that. I'm going to give a big shout-out at the end of the year because – they both do. Now I'll tell you, Addicted to Big Brother is huge for Canada. Big Brother Canada, when it comes around, it's, the, it's one of the best pages, as is Reality Chat. Reality Chat does a lot of reality shows. So whatever you're into, there's something for everybody. Folks, going to take a quick commercial, and when we come back, 
I, I'm going to talk to my friend that I have missed so dearly, Miss Chicago. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this reunion. Where's Jill? She's really lonely and out walking the cornfield again. Do you think they will ever find us true love? Not hanging out with us all day. We used to be lonely. Until we met on Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com is the new online dating site for farmers, ranchers, and good old country folks. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Many folks just don't get it. I had a way football, I played football, uh, I love, uh, you know, manly things, cars, women, all that stuff, been around the world twice, seen two world, seen uh, two world fairs, and uh, I love that song, so I don't care, smell like a man, sweat like a man, do everything like a man, and I love that song, so I don't care what anybody says, now, listen, I don't even know, you know what, she's so dickhead, I love her to death. I don't even know if Miss Chicago has been watching the show because I know that she was stuck in traffic. But you know what? It's just nice to hear her voice. It's nice to have an old friend. Uh, I love her to death. You love her to death. Everybody is, is crazy about her. So I don't see any reason to keep her waiting any longer because she's waited long enough. Let's bring her on. Miss Chicago. Miss Chicago, welcome back to the Big Brother After Show. It's like I'm lo- it's like I'm without my right arm. I-, I can't even steer the car right. Things don't feel right. I feel like I've had a concussion. I, I don't feel myself. And now I feel fulfilled. I feel the spirit. I feel good. And I and I and I want to tell you how much I miss you. And I'm so glad that you're back, and it's so great to hear your voice and see your number pop up. How how the hell are you? Still in the mountains. Still in the <laughs> we're mountains. Literally, we're driving. We're, we're, we just drove through Pigeon Forge, and I was like, I have got to call in. I couldn't even see the show tonight because we're uh, still driving. But well, I wanted to call in and talk, and I knew you were going to have an awesome show. I was following a lot of the, the the blogs and stuff, and so I was kind of following what was going on, and I'm so yeah. happy the way things are turning out. 
You know, and now, and I don't. I know you were on hold, and you know, I know you're a trooper, and you held on hold for me. But I know you didn't really see a whole lot, and I know you've been reading. But look, Nicole goes home just like we, just like you said she was going to do. Nicole goes home without a fight, without a chance in hell. She goes right. out on a silver platter like a 747 on roller skates on grease. I She's know. out of there, and. And so just a complete waste. And then Christine goes home second, which I think we're both probably all right with that. We're both happy about that. But then oh, yeah. they pull out this twist of a rewind button, and they're going to let these guys go all the way through an HOH, a POV, a nomination, a POV. Then on Wednesday, they're going to let them hit a button. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's probably a secret room of some stupid sort. Somebody's supposedly going to push a button, and the game's going to shut down during the live eviction, and they're going to rewind it back. To Sunday, what in the hell is going on? Just when we're now getting good, just know, when we're getting good, doing, they're doing stuff that should have been done weeks ago. Let's let's let it go. You yes. know, let's put the horse to death and let's just see these guys duke it out and get over this. I'm sick of they're pulling out too much stuff now. It's too late. It's no, too you're late. right. You're right. You know, it's funny to me because you've been a big proponent. Don't give up. Don't give up. It's getting better and. You are dead right. As soon as it gets better, they do this, and I don't understand why this didn't happen right around Donnie. You know, are they exactly. trying to save Frankie? I mean, I hate to say that. It had just seems done, like they're trying to save somebody. Had they done that when Donnie was, you know, up against the wall and everyone was just going, it would have given them a little bit of hope that maybe something. But now, come on. We've acclimated to it. We're over it. We're, we're, we're through the morning phase. Now let's start seeing some stuff happen. Then you do something like this. It's not. I don't like it. It's not fair. It's not fair. I don't like it at all. Look, whoever's HOH and shows their cards and puts people up. Let's say that you know, even though even though he's not a fan favorite, let's just say Frankie because he's he's the most probably the most hated. Let's say Frankie right. wins HOH and he puts up Derek and Cody and we're and we're sitting right. there, or maybe he puts up Caleb. Let's go even better than that. Let's say he puts up Caleb and Cody and we're just salivating. We're so excited. And right. then this button gets pushed and they get pulled off and Frankie showed all of his cards. I mean, you know, right. it's, not, it's not fair to whoever's HOH at that point. It's too late in the game exactly. to prove that. It's not I, fair. I, You're right. That's like someone going in the jury house, seeing everything that was going on, and then getting a chance to go back into the house and play. Yes. It's not yes. fair. It's not. That, yes. that, I don't know. Who's doing this? What? There must uh, be a shake-up in production or something at CBS this year, and these people are coming up with all these grand ideas that, that just don't even play into the – the big brother that we know. At this point, you should be pulling each other's eyes out, fighting to the end. Like, Nicole, what a waste for her to come back. What oh, a my waste. God. I just, oh, I my mean, God. I mean, it. You nailed it. You said it. You were the person that said it. I give you 100% credit because you said it's going to be a complete waste. She can't come back. She has no backbone. And sure enough, and she comes this, back. She didn't even, if she didn't change anything about her. She was like a little kitten, and she was just purring and petting me. And I, I, mean, I don't know. I'm so needy. I mean, come on. I told my boyfriend I would have been in there blazing. Like, what's up? Yeah. I'm coming after all of y'all. Because what do you have? You lose at this point. You know you already been evicted once. You're not going to not be evicted again if they get that chance. I'd have shook up that house so bad they'd have been scared to sleep. But no, you nailed it because like baby. You, you nailed it because that happens. These people come back in the house. They did this comeback thing. With, they did it with Judd, and I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Judd was a horrible player. Say what you want to. But right. these people come back in the house, 
And instead of saying, you know what, I'll be damned if I got a thing to lose, I'm going, I'm going to the wall. I'm going to take right. it to the yard. I'm going to do everything I can to either mess this house up, be memorable, or I'm going to start winning and I'm going to turn this thing around. They always come back and they try to hide in a corner. I got news for all of you that will play this game in the future and who love this game and will play in the future. Hiding in the corner, you can't do that when you're wearing a big orange vest. Everybody knows that you've come back in the house, and everybody's going to send your ass right back out. It's a waste of your time to go in there and play like like you're just meek and you're innocent and you want to play with the big alliance again. It doesn't work. It never has worked. And I don't know why they think that sending people back in will. The best chance you have if you go back in the house is to throw each other, all those other players against each other and hope that something sticks. It's like throwing all the darts at the wall, just hope one sticks, and maybe you have a chance in hell that somebody would think and say, okay, well, wait a minute. You know, that, that's the slightest little chance you have. But just hiding in the corner like, Nicole, what a waste. I mean, what, they were all her friends again. They would, you know, I was like, come on. Come yeah. on. I was so disappointed. So I'm, oh, I'm so glad Krusty is gone. Christine, I'm so glad she's gone. I'm so you I know, she got booed. She got booed very badly. She came out. And I'll tell you what's funny and the delusional idea of these people in this house. So Christine leaves, and she gets absolutely booed. I mean, I think she thought she was going to get all these cheers. She got out. She got booed. And Frankie hears it, just like his delusion about, about Donnie. <laughs> Frankie hears it, and he goes, well, we made the right decision. And I looked at my wife, and I said, just wait until he leaves. It's going to oh, be ground-shaking. Yes. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Like, that guy has no idea what's waiting on the outside for him. He He's sure better off staying in the house. I swear he needs to stay. Exactly. He needs to just stay and work on the, in, on the production next year and, and build a house or redo it or something else. <laughs> he doesn't need to walk That's right. out. He has That's no right. idea. I mean, I, and, you know, I, but let me ask you this, because I'm curious about your opinion on this. Now, I don't know if you read this, and I should have sent you the link, and I don't know if you saw it on any of the chat pages, but. Somebody put together all of these things that Caleb has said that are a lie. And, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, he said he's never had a happy meal. He's, he worked at Lowe's, but he's recording a country album, and he's going to be in the next Transformers movie, and then he's going to be the next Bachelor. I mean, he's just been telling lie after lie. I mean, the lie list goes on. I have to send it to you. It's ridiculous. But I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw Sunday's show. Um, it might have been Sunday's or Thursday's show where – um, I think it was Sundays where he was talking about his military service and he was talking you know about what? the flag that he got. That turned out, I, I mean, people are verifying that that's all a lie, that he w- worked in a prison in Iraq, which is still service. I mean, I don't want to take that away from him, but that he, there was no flag that was dedicated to him in Iraq that he was given. And he had this award that he was saying was a special forces award that his dad presented to him. And when he put it on, he put it on the wrong arm. When he was showing people how, how his dad did it, he was putting it on the left arm, and it goes on the right arm. And it was just oh lie God. after lie. And I was thinking, I mean, do you think, and, and I had to ask my wife, and she said, it has to be, do you think that maybe there's some kind of post-traumatic or something that's happened to Caleb where he doesn't realize he's lying? I mean, these are huge Can I lies. And this is honest to God, the truth. I told my boyfriend, I wish I would have went to college because I would have been like a psychotherapist. I have said from day one, and this is dead serious, there's something not right with that dude. It, I, it, I agree. It's almost like I, I believe that he is in his – I believe that he believes that he is in Derek's position in that house. I believe yeah. that he thinks that these guys are the little minions, his minions. I think that there's something – 
cray cray cuckoo going on up there. I really, if you watch him when he's distant and just kind of staring out in the space, it's just I've always gotten a really creepy vibe from him, and I'm dead serious. Something's not right with that dude. Yeah, I, I, I can't argue with that, and that's what I'm kind of thinking is that maybe there's something, and God bless him if he was serving and something happened and he got maybe some brain damage or something from an explosion. Like but they, that they, stuff's awful. They, you know, shouldn't they look into this stuff before they put these people they on should. the show? Because this is going to be awful for him, and you have to know that these people know that half look. the stuff this dude is saying is a lie, but it's not like cute little lies like I wear 20, uh, 32 weights and I'm actually a 36. I mean, it's, it's, these are like serious grand major make me better than I am lies. Like, I don't like who I am as a person, so I have to create this delusional person of who I am. Well, this is what's funny, though. I mean, and that's a great point. And the other point about it is, is that he's doing all this stuff and he's saying all these things that are obviously lies. And the guy's decent. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. He, he seems to have a good personality other than his ego. He has a good personality. You know, he works out. He's got a great-looking body and everything. I mean, why, you know, it's like he over-exaggerates. There's no reason for him to do it. That's why I kind of wonder if we're going to find out that there's something more serious going on with Caleb because these lies are huge, folks. I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about somebody looking you in the eye and saying they've never had a hamburger before. I mean, it's just so blatant and so out there that it's, it's just troubling because, and nobody in the house, this is what gets me. This is what gets me, though, the best, is that everybody thinks Donnie's a liar, but everybody I believes know, Caleb. <laughs> Donnie's the liar and Caleb's who, honest. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> who was the one sitting back saying all that uh, Donnie was a liar? Who was the one saying that he was probably it was a, Caleb. a special force? <laughs> okay, it was Caleb. Cray Cray Cooper right. was the one putting everybody this. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, you uh, know, I just... I just, I just wonder because, you know, it's one thing to lie to win and further yourself in the game, but when no, you're no, telling no, lies no, no. on national no, no, television no. that... I think he forgot he's playing the game. I, I don't think, think so? it's for the game. I think that this is just like, dude has just... I, I don't know. It's starting to get creepy, though. You please send me that link. I will. I mean, it, folks, it goes on forever. I put it on Reality Chat and Addicted. Um, but I'll, I'll repost it for everybody that follows us, but it is unbelievable. I mean, he's never had a happy meal. He was going to record a country album. He got asked to do Survivor, but he turned it down. He got asked to do The Bachelor, and he turned it down. I mean, the lies just – and I mean, and people are like, wow, that's crazy, Caleb. In the house, they're going, wow, this guy's really big stuff. And then Donnie's saying, hey, y'all, you know, uh, what's going on? Y'all want something for breakfast? And everybody's going, oh, he's a military ex – Navy right. SEAL, you know, and it's right, like, right. Are, you, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It is so unbelievable. But let me ask you this. Now, we're down. We got the rewind. Uh, I don't even know what to think, but what, what do you think? Do you think that Derek, now people are calling him, and I'm going to lead into this at the end of the show, but People are calling him the puppet master. I find that offensive because I'm a Dr. Will fan. I know we, I know you, you're not a big Chilltown lady, but I love Dr. Will. I think Dr. Will's a great player. But that was the puppet master. I mean, he could manipulate people. And, yes, yes, Derek is manipulating, but Will just did it on another level that's uncomparable. But, you know, a lot of people are calling Derek the new puppet. He's the puppet master. I mean, do you think that Derek is a great player uh, is an all-star level player, or do you think Derek's a very good player in a weak house? 
Did I lose you? Oh, we lost her. All right, so what we'll do is we'll go into that. Well, we'll go right into that segment. Um, stay tuned, folks, because we lost Miss Chicago. I know that's awful because I love her to death. If she comes back on, we'll try to stick her back in to finish up her conversation. But because I've been thrown off, give me a minute. I know we've run two commercials. Let me run one more really quick, fast commercial. Let me get my bearings and see if she comes back on. If not, we'll finish up and we'll talk about Derek and his legacy. We'll be back, folks. Stay tuned. It's not all over yet. I know Miss Chicago's got cadet disconnected. She's in the mountains. She's doing well. We'll catch back up with her if she calls in. If not, we'll finish the show. Hang on, guys. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist after twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke Summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola. Open happiness. call back. I think she's in the mountains. She's enjoying her time. All we're going to say is the usual. We love you, Miss Chicago. Thanks for calling in. I know she'll listen back to this. Um, but I didn't cut you off. I promise. I would never do that. Um, but I'm sure she's going to be back. Um, I'll talk to her about the new schedule. I'm sure she heard. But for everybody who's calling in, we got to go to the new schedule. Big Brother. Uh, you know, Wednesday night's going to be the live eviction, so we've got to pull that off. Um, we can't. We can't not do it. We're going to have to do it. So look for us on Wednesday nights. Of course, we're going to still put the put the uh, links out there on all the pages on Reality Chat and Addicted. But, um, you know, follow us around. We're going to go to Wednesdays. We'll try to put some announcement out there. Follow us on the Facebook page, and you won't be in the dark. How about that? I think that's a fair thing to say. All right. Um, so we got to move on to the final thought, and i got to let you guys go because I know you've got things that you need to do. Um, my final thought, uh, you know, we've talked about it before, but I don't know if we've really touched on Derek. Derek, you know what? Derek really impressed me. Uh, there was a time uh, last week where Derek was talking everybody into. I think it was. I think it was sending. Was it sending Christine home? I think it was. Um, before she won the veto. And I got to be honest. I, I was really impressed. The way that he was saying, you know, look, you know, if I can get. There's one thing that people love as a viewers. The one thing viewers love is they love somebody to talk to them in the diary room and tell them what they're thinking. 
you want to be a part of that secret alliance with that player. When Dr. Will was in the diary room telling you about all the things he was going to try to do, when he was telling you and he was cutting up and he was making you laugh about his plans to do this, do this, do this, you felt a part of Dr. Will because you were in on it. You were in on the strategy. You were a part of what was going on. And it was good. It was important. Dan Giesling was exactly the same. Dan was really great at telling you what his plan was, what he was going to do, what he thought, what he was thinking, and you felt like you were a part of the game. It was like you were sharing strategy with, better, with some of the better players in the game. I think that's missed a lot this, this last couple of years. I think, I think Andy did it a little bit last year. But I think it's important when you go in the diary room is to include the viewers. Viewers love to be included, and they either want to see drama or they want to feel like they're on your team. And I think Derek did that last week. I think he was very good at going in the diamond room and talking to us about what his plan was and how he was going to try to get Christine to go home, and he felt like she was dangerous and that he didn't feel like Nicole was that dangerous. And he, and he would have pulled it off. He would have pulled it off if Christine hadn't won the POV. So uh, I, I applaud Derek. I mean, I took my hat off, and I said on Sunday's episode, I looked at my wife and I said, that's exactly not to give myself too much credit. We'll have to have her on so she can tell you whether or not she thinks I would actually do these things. But – that's exactly what I would have done. I would have exactly done it the way he did. I would have gone in the diary room. I would have told everybody what was going on, and I would have told everybody this is my plan to win the game. I think it's super huge for fans that are watching. So I applaud him for that. I think it was great. He has done that a little bit in the past, but not to that level. I felt, I felt Sunday's episode, he really, really pushed it out there and let us know what the plan was. Again, my fear for Derek and being the, better, the best player in the house is that Derek's game is not going to be viewed the same to the jury. Derek hasn't won anything. Derek hasn't done a lot. Derek's made himself feel look very weak, which is great. That's a Dan Giesling technique. Uh, it's also a Daniel Reyes technique. I mean, it works. When Nicole compares him to Dan Giesling, Giesling I, don't, I don't feel like Derek's anywhere in that level. Uh, also, if you're going to tell me that Derek and Dr. Will are comparable, I'm going to probably gag. I'm going, to, I'm going to grab a spoon out of my silverware drawer and I'm going to stab my eyes and ears with it because it's not true, okay? Please stop saying that. If you haven't seen Dr. Will, you haven't seen how great Dr. Will is, do not compare them. You know, don't compare him and Derek. It's ridiculous. No, but compare him and, and Dan. But I would compare Derek to one of my favorites, Daniel Reyes. I think Daniel Reyes was somebody who stayed off the block the entire season, manipulated and controlled everything that was going on in the house, through a secret alliance that she had with somebody that people didn't realize she had one with. If you haven't seen season three, it's fantastic. Go get it. Go pull it off the Internet. It's great. She plays a flawless game up until the end. But she did the same. It was kind of the same thing, and I think Derek's going to have the same fate. I think you're going to see a very good parallel between season three and season 16, and that is Derek's going to play the best game. He's going to play a secret game. He's going to manipulate. He's going to get to the end. He's going to play flawless. If he makes it to the end, of course, he'd go home next week, but if he makes it to the end, then we are going to see a situation where the jury could look at Derek and say, Derek hasn't done anything. Because from their view of the game, Derek hasn't won anything, and Derek hasn't done anything. And to them, I think they're going to feel like Derek was just part of a big alliance. And that big alliance all had something to do with something happening and that he really doesn't deserve credit. Now, that hurts him 
against Caleb, and it hurts him against Frankie. I'm sorry. I think I think a lot of the things that happen with Frankie, I, I don't think the I think the house guests are aware of it, but I think we're aware of more things that there that uh, Frankie has done, and I think we're more aware of it. And so I think to the jury, I'm not sure that they're so aware of it. Okay. So you've got to think of a jury that's kind of blind to a lot of things that we've seen voting for, you know, if it's Derek and Frankie, you could have some trouble. I mean, you could see Frankie actually actually win it, and you could actually maybe even see them give it to Caleb. Caleb might be somebody they really would give it to unless they just can't stand the guy, which is very possible. But I think Cody's a danger, too. I mean, Cody's going to have a lot of the female vote. So the one thing that I think helps Derek out is that Derek, like I said before, play the genius strategy, and I put it in my notes in the back of my head and said, I will do this if I ever get on the show. He was great at when somebody was down and when somebody was at their lowest point, being the one person that walked in and sat down and had a conversation with them. He always showed that he cared, and that's great for jury votes. It's so important for jury votes. But I think he's going to win Donnie. I think if he was at the end, he's going to win Donnie. He's going to win Nicole. He's going to win a lot of those guys. I don't know if he's going to win Christine. But He's, he's, he's played very flawlessly when it comes to the jury game, and the jury game is very important as well. When you get to the jury, it's important. You leave really great goodbye messages, and in those goodbye messages, you don't say, hey, look, I love you, you're great, I'm going to miss you. You say, I'm sorry that I had every jury message you leave should say, I'm sorry that I had to put together your demise. I was feeling you as a threat. You do that with everybody who leaves, but you do it respectfully. If you watch Dr. Will's goodbyes and you watch Dan's goodbyes, some of the better players, eh, Evil Dick, maybe, not really. All their goodbye messages were always respectful. A lot of people thought Will was this jerk. And they, but his, if you watch the goodbye messages, they were actually very nice. He would often tell people what he did to send them home so that they were aware, and then he would say, I'm sorry, I have too much respect for you to leave me in the house. That's the way you play that game, and I think Derek's doing that. But I'm really, really concerned at the end of this game that if Derek and Frankie or Derek and Caleb are sitting up there, people are going to snip. They're going to, they're, Derek's going to have to sell it to the jury. He's going to have to tell the jury the things that he's done. And I think being an undercover cop and revealing that is probably going to be huge for him if he decides to do that. I think he should because I think it's big, and I think he should reveal America's alliance. I think those things, being able to keep those things secret are huge. Um, so I, I do worry about him, but he's going to really have to sell it, I think, at the end of the show, uh, in, in the finale, uh, to make it happen. Now, do I think that Derek – now, this is a big question, and I've asked a lot of you guys this. Some of you have said yes, and some of you have said no. But the question uh, – the final thought question was, you know, is Derek great? Is he a great player? Or is Derek a very good player in a very bad house? I think Derek is a very good player in a mediocre house. And I say this because it's not like season 14. Season 14 had some weak players. Season 15 had some really weak players. I mean, Jesse was never going to do anything, you know, come on, Judd. I mean, let's, let's get over it. McCray, it wasn't going to happen. But, and, and I give Andy credit. Andy was the best player in a bad house, okay? And it doesn't matter how good you are. If you're the best one in the house and you get to the end, you deserve the money, period. It's not your fault who they cast, okay? But is Derek going to be the guy that I'm going to put in All-Stars next season? I'm not. I don't think Derek breaks it very far in an All-Star season. I think the only thing that he's got in his pocket is being an undercover cop, 
I think once that's exposed, you can never count on Derek to play again. If he does, you can't count on Derek to go very far. Because once people know that he's got those skills that other people don't have, people are going to view him as a threat very early on and he's going to go home. So is he the best player this season? Absolutely. Is he an all-star for this season? Sure, I'll give you that. Is he an all-star in the legacy of the game? No. He's very good for the moment. Andy was very good for the moment. Whether you love him or you hate him, Andy was good for the season. Not good overall. Hopefully we won't see an Andy in the All-Stars. I have a feeling we might. But I think that Derek is a very good player in a mediocre house. I wouldn't say the house is weak. I think Frankie was a good player. I mean, up until the Zach thing, we won't go over it again. I think Caleb's a good player. Uh, I think he's loyal to a fault, and I think it's what's going to do him in. I think he's going to trust somebody to put him up on the block, and he's going to say, oh, okay, you know, I trust you, Derek, I trust you, Cody, blah, 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 and he's going to go home because he's trusted people too much. He trusted Frankie. When Frankie should have gone up during Caleb's HOH, excuse me, he trusted Frankie, and he's like, you know, he might be my downfall. Guess what, cowboy, it's going to be your downfall. hate to tell you. So, overall, we're dealing with a mediocre house. But we're dealing with a guy who's very good. It's a shame. I'll tell you what the shame for Derek is, is that Derek didn't get to play in a house with really, really good players. Having the secret that he has, I think Derek would have still played very, very well. I think Derek could have gone to the end, a season 12 or a season 13, or even, you know, even with some bets involved. I think he would have gone very far. He's a trustworthy guy. He's a very likable person, and I think he's a good person. And all this stuff about him and Victoria messing around, you guys need to get off that. I think he's playing the game. I, don't, I think he loves his wife and his daughter. That stuff's not going on. You need to let it go. But I think he's a one-trick pony. He's a one-time guy. It's over. Once the season's over, I hope Derek wins. If he wins, that's it. I don't want to see him back for All-Stars. I think his one-trick pony's going to be over at that point. Everybody's going to know he's an undercover cop. It's over. So... I feel like Derek is a very good player for a very weak season. And that's my final thought on Derek. Folks, we are going to move to the Wednesday night schedule. We're going to follow Big Brother. It's always fun to talk about uh, evictions as they happen with my friends when they call in and when you guys send chats uh, and when you send messages that I can read on the air uh, and respond to or kind of give me talking points as, you're, as we're going along the show. You guys sending me messages helps. So it's huge. Um, so, you know, it's always great when the action just got done happening, having a lot of a lot of talk going on. The likelihood is that we'll stay on Sunday. But, again, we've got to talk to the powers that be to see what we're going to do with that. We may just go to Wednesdays. I don't think that's such a bad thing. But we'll see what happens because our Sunday shows do bring in a good amount. But, listen, it's been great. I also want to push one of the people that has sponsored the show, uh, another radio show. And this is a totally different topic, but if you're into this, then – by all means, if you're a gambling degenerate as I am, then by all means, do it. Uh, there is a show on Wednesday night, which is actually going to conflict with ours. Now, they're going to be on at 9 o'clock, so it actually won't, it won't interfere at all. 9 o'clock Eastern, URC, the URC show, URC show, they do gambling. They do uh, a lot of sports gambling. They've got a great handicapper that comes on. He talks about, you know, college football season, you've got to make some extra money, folks. This guy is, uh, and I'm not even, I wouldn't sell you on something that wasn't true, he really did make me money last year. I, and I know this is not something that relates to Big Brother, but they do sponsor our show. They do push us on their show. So I feel like it's an obligation to give it back. Um, so please, go listen. If you're into gambling and you like to gamble, you like to put a little skin on the game on Saturdays and Sundays, 
You can't get a better show than that. They sell picks, but they're dirt cheap. I mean, I think that's $100 for the entire season or $25 a week if you want to try them out. Give them a try. If you're somebody who likes gambling like I do, I'm a gambler at heart, can't help it. Um, I still have a home and a car, and my child still has food, so we're good. But I do like to put a little skin on the game on Sunday. It makes it more fun. If you like doing that just like I do for fun, not if you have a problem, but if you have fun with it, listen to the show. Enjoy it. He's a great host. His handicapper is fantastic. I can speak from personal experience. Um, I think I took home $600 last year after a $50 investment. That's all year. That's not just, you know, instantly. It's not overnight. But it's an investment. If it's something you have fun with, enjoy it. If not, keep listening to Big Brother After Show, man. It doesn't matter. But I told him I would push it. I want to. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you for giving us the week off without burning the house down. There are some people that wrote us, said they were kind of upset that we took the week off. But sometimes you need that to come back refresh. I think the show was a knockout this week or tonight. Thanks to my friends, Mr. California and Mr. Chicago. You could be on the air, too. 917-889-7084. Save it in your little phone so that you can call me on Sunday night. We'll stick with Sunday night for now. Sunday night, folks, 10 p.m. Eastern. I'll let you know further what's going to happen on Wednesday nights, but I think we're going to go there. Definitely going to do a show Sunday. Thanks, folks. We love you. We appreciate you. And hopefully this rewind thing is going to be better than we think it's going to be. Let's hope. But what a week it's been. Christine's gone. Nicole's gone. Now we're getting to the root of things. Let's get this game going. Thanks, folks. We'll see you Sunday night at 10. Watching, 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 watching,